I think it's true to say that none of us enjoy change, but change is a necessary and unavoidable part of life, and today we're going to look at how to be prepared for that. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Home Place. My name is Carolyn, this is my precious hubby Paul, and today we're talking about preparing for change. And we did the intro a little bit different there for you who have watched programs before, <laughs> just for a change. We move the flowers around, see if you can spot any other changes behind <laughs> us. But that's a challenge for the children, I guess. So change, change, like you said, comes, it's unavoidable, and there's, there's nothing we can do to stop it. In fact, I don't think that we should try to stop it. Right, some changes are gradual, some changes are sudden. Either way, we want to be prepared to meet those. Yeah, and you think about nature. Nature is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. The grass is growing, mm -hmm. the leaves are falling off. The, there's always something going on. And that's how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. God, God made everything change. And we're supposed to change, yeah? We started life, you know, what? You're a midwife, about this long. Oh. This long. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 18 inches long that was you know maybe that's a bit too long but we, if we stay that size our whole life something's wrong it's it's cute you know we think about babies oh we don't want them to grow up or puppies or kittens or whatever it is it's real cute but is it healthy no no it, it's change has got to go on it was poor second corinthians i think that talked about being transformed from glory to glory. That's a change. That's going from one stage of character with God to another stage. It's, it's a progression. So change is coming ready or not. Mm -hmm. You know, when you used to play that game when you were kids, hide and go seek, it was coming ready or not. Well, that's change. He could have been saying that to us. So we got to be ready. And, and in the big picture of that, preparing for change and being ready is our daily walk with the Lord and having faith to trust in Him. Because for some of us, we actually want change to happen quicker than God does. Right, right. And God isn't slow, God's time frame is perfect, but sometimes we want to push and rush ahead of God. Right, right. So a couple of texts here just to get us off the ground. This first one, because they do not change, Therefore, they do not fear God. This is Psalm 55. If you haven't read Psalm 55 in a while, <laughs> you got to read it. It's like, is this even in the Bible? <laughs> I mean, if somebody has wronged you, if you are feeling like, you know, things haven't been going right, you read Psalm 55. It, it's amazing. I'm surprised they put it in. <laughs> but this one says, um, because they do not change, because we're not going with the progression that God's got for us, we don't fear God. That's um, the other one here that is the one thing in the universe that does not change, for I am the Lord. I do not change. So God doesn't change. His word doesn't change. His laws do not change. But he set everything else to change in a, in a positive manner. Um, so when we're talking about change, we're not talking about trying to change God's law. Mm -hmm. Uh, like it says in Daniel, some people you know, think to change times and laws. You can't do that 
God's word is God's word. It's us that needs to change mm -hmm. and it's us that needs to be prepared for change. And, and part of that preparation is spending time with him each day because then we come to know him closer and he can help to steer us through those changes in life. So the changes in life, what are they? Well, if you're single, you're going to get married. <laughs> likely. Not everybody gets married. If you are married, it's likely you're going to have children. That's a When you go from being single to being married, that's a big change. We'll talk about that. When you go from being um, married to parenthood, that is a big change. I mean, that that's overnight We're getting change. there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. And then the other changes we're going to talk about are old age and even preparing for, for death. Um, so Monday was preparing for marriage. Um, Two streams. Have you ever seen two rivers come together? You've got this nice flowing river and you've got another nice and they're both smooth. And when they hit each other, it, there's ripples, there's, there's turbulence. It, it's Even though they were both smooth going into it, that's what happens. And that does happen in marriages. I mean, there's all the love and the romance and the excitement and that's all kind of lovely. But, you know, real life, it's just a little, oh, we're doing things that way. Woo! So there's a lot of are change you that goes on. Are you talking from experience here? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so the, probably as we prepare for marriage, what have we got to, we, we've got to be looking for the fruits of the Spirit in the person. Right, let's, we've got let's... to be thinking about the fruits of the Spirit in our own life. Can I read those? Yeah. I've got yeah, it open here in Galatians 5, 22. And I just want to say, it kind of, my little bugaboo is, it's like an orange, a segment of an orange. What is, what are you on about now? Eh? <laughs> we call them the fruits of the spirit, but it's the fruit. Oh, we, don't, right. we can't just decide, I just want love. Well, let me read them to you. By the fruit of the spirit is love, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. We can't just pick, oh, I want the kindness one, or, oh, he's got a kindness, so he's going to work for me. It's a package. Right. It's right. a complete fruit. So if we are not really seeing the fruits, I said it again, the fruit of the Spirit, the various aspects of the fruit of the Spirit in ourselves, we need to be preparing. preparing. We need to be asking God and letting him work that in us in preparation for marriage. Mm -hmm. And also we need to see the fruits of the spirit in the one we're pursuing. If mm -hmm. we're pursuing somebody, which presumably we do, at least the guys do before That's they get married. Right. Um, <laughs> and if you are thinking of marrying somebody and you really need to look at the other fruits of the spirit in their life. I mean, if somebody is just impatient and they are not gentle um, or they've well, got very little self-control. Usually <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit is more evident pre-marriage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Post-marriage seems like whatever can be. Right. So if it's not there before you can be sure it's not going to be there after. Right, right. <laughs> not to say that people can't change. Of course. Change. Of course. Um, people we can grow and we can I guess cultivate. In, in preparation for marriage don't think that marriage changes the person. Right. It doesn't. Um, so part of preparing for that is looking at our own walk with the Lord and then looking at the other person's walk with the Lord, not ignoring their track record. And I would like to say part of preparing for a marriage is getting your parents involved because I'm imagining that we're generally talking to 
the younger people, the young adults. I mean, there's some marriages are later in life. Yeah, second marriages. Yeah, but but if you're a young adult, then bring a mom and dad on board to get involved with how to help you prepare for marriage and how to help you find the right person. Are you serious? Have mom I'm and dad totally involved? serious. What the mom and dad know? Because they've been there and done it. They've made the mistakes they're hoping you're going to avoid. It is. It's a great point. I know when you're young, you think, oh, I know it all. I got it all. Not that you'd say that because that doesn't sound very good. But you know, your parents, when you, before you were born, they got married. I mean, most of the time. So they, they've done all this stuff and you've just been a baby. I mean, or before you were a baby. So listen to them. They got some good input. They've been around the block three times and, you know, you haven't got out the start blocks yet. So preparing for marriage, preparing for parenthood. This is Tuesday. Can you really prepare for parenthood? Well, you can do all the preparing you want to do, but will you feel prepared? No, you won't. <laughs> Basically, no matter what you do. You know, for us, we, um, in fact, we had just sort of not even decided we were going to have children, if you remember. We wanted right. to get a home settled and a few other things, get my health straightened out. And then we were going to go to the Lord and ask him prayer, should we? start trying to have children right. and eight years down the line we still hadn't asked God that question and I think he realized we probably would never feel prepared enough to be parents and so he intervened. Well the good thing about pregnancy is the Lord definitely has the last say. Right, um, right. So yeah so we we were married um, and it was quite a while before we had children so he had time to prepare. We read the book of the Adventist Home should have been called the Christian mm -hmm. home. It's good for anybody to read <laughs> yeah. all about the preparations that you need before children come along. And we read Child Guidance, which is a book about how to bring up children. That was actually the book that gave us the desire to have children. Mm -hmm. um, so, I and think, then, and then, when the children came along, we felt like we'd never read the book. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And with like, each new stage of their lives that went on, it's like, did we ever read this? It, it's it's a wonder that children don't come with a manual. You know, when they come out of the womb, hey, Dad, Mom, read this. This fits my personality type. <laughs> yeah, there, there isn't. There's just general principles, and it's the Lord that's going to guide us through. Yep. Um, yep. And He does. So, but the other things about parenthood, preparation for parenthood is um, if you're living with your parents in the basement, you're broke and your car's dead, then maybe... And your wife's sick. And your wife's sick. Maybe there's not the time to start um, thinking about a family at that point. You know, in preparing for parenthood, you know, is the mother's health up to it? Um, you know, when you're young, but maybe if you're on child number 10 or whatever, you have to reevaluate. Is the, <laughs> is the mother's uh, health up to it? Are we financially up to it? Um, and then, you know, are we, are we spiritually prepared for this? Uh, are we in the right situation? Do we have a house? You know, uh, if we're living in a tent, maybe it's not the right thing. Not maybe, definitely. So preparing for parenthood, a whole bunch of things to think of there. How about preparing for old age? Oh boy, I guess, is that what we're doing? I guess it's kind of the phase that we're coming into. Yeah, um, I think I think this is the phase. I don't know, but having looked at the other phases, I would say this one you aren't quite so interested in preparing for. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or wanting to acknowledge you might be in. <laughs> if, if, Growing old isn't for cowards. You've probably heard that saying. You know, if it was the teenagers that you know were. Uh, 
having their hair fall out and go a different color and you know their body <laughs> I think get, it looks nice. The, the body getting bigger <laughs> and um, all kinds of things going on you know the aches and the pains and the oh, like that if that happened to teenagers they'd think man I can't deal with this you know it's you've got to be old to deal with old age you've got to have had the experience um, oh. so the other thing I think you need to think about and I know we've been thinking about at our age is you really as well as your spiritual life if you've really got to take inventory on your health, mm-hmm. you know, where, where, where am I health wise? If some of those health um, practices have slipped out of your life or never been there, now is the time to, you know, get on an exercise program, get the diet cleaned up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, if the children are grown and gone, then you've got more time on your hands. Mm-hmm. You wanted to talk about also not becoming kind of self-centered. Well, yeah, well, as we kind of grow into old age, it can become very inter- in- inward looking and we can end up just focusing on ourselves and then life can become a very kind of negative experience. Whereas I think, you know, when the children are grown and gone, then it's time to start looking out there to see who can we minister to out there? Who can we help that will actually give more color back to our lives? And and for a lot of people, um, this age, they have a bit more cash. Mm-hmm. And it's also an opportunity to help other people with that, not right. be selfish and just try and you know, keep it all for yourself. Right. I know in preparing for retirement there needs to be some saving going on but we don't need to take that to excess either and and this course is also now we don't have this situation yet but this is the age of grandparenthood which i'm told is even better than parenthood (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and so this is something to be preparing for in this era preparing to be grandparents we're not you know it's not there for us yet we're waiting on marriages and things like that to happen one day but um, it's going to come and when it does it'll be a great experience Um, so the last thing that the lesson talked about on thursday was something we don't want to talk about well it's it's not something something that's real easy to talk about preparing for death Um, but that is a big change it's going to be a big change for our family when we're gone and of course it's a super big change for us (laughs) Um, So what can we do practically to prepare for death? Um, Well, it depends upon the situation. Sudden death, of course, you can't really prepare for. And and our reality is we need to be prepared spiritually for that any moment. Well, I I think what what we may have failed to emphasize is all the way through life, you know, you need to be... You need to be right with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the only thing that doesn't change, remember, from mm-hmm. that text we had at the beginning. So we've got to be connected to him all the way through mm-hmm. as we prepare to get married, as we prepare to be parents, as we prepare for old age. And it carries on. That, right. that work has got to be coming to completion as we get ready for death. Um, and, and if it's a death that is more expected because we have an illness that's given a certain time frame, then we could be preparing for that by making sure our hearts are right with God, our hearts are right with those around us, mm-hmm. that we know our house is in order and everything is put right. And you were going to talk about a will, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think as, as, as soon as you're married, you should have a will mm-hmm. uh, because now there's two people. Now this isn't just you. This is, and, yeah. and can I just say that having a will is a legal document 
Yes, and not just scribbled on the back of the It's not just a, hey, you know, if I go, would you take care of my kids type of thing, and you have this verbal thing. I can tell you, it, go, it will go nowhere. We know a family where the, the boys were just tiny and the parents both died, and there was verbal about, you know, yeah, if something happens to us, will you take care of our children? But in the court of law, it didn't stand for anything, and those right. children are now housed with a family that their parents would not want them to be if they were alive right, right. to be able to see um, <coughs> so, so it's uh, got to be something documented and notarized and all the rest it's of it. It's got to be in the legal format. Yeah. So you, a will is important because especially if you've got children like mm -hmm. Karen is saying what what if you both go mm -hmm. all of a sudden in a in a um, automobile accident where where are the children going so a will is super important mm -hmm. as you all the way through life but especially as you come down to the wire yeah um, the other thing just real practical I mean it sounds almost pathetic but somebody needs to have your passwords <laughs> it's like okay grandpa died uh, does anybody know the password to grandpa's computer? It's like nobody does. It's like, you know, or his iPad or whatever. You're, you're stuck. So let those be known, but they'll be written down. You know, I think it's good to print out the will and put the passwords on the... Uh, there you go. Back of the envelope <laughs> or, or something. Um, so I think the most important thing, though, as we prepare, prepare for old age is to make sure that everything is right with everybody. I mean, again, this we should be doing this all the way through life, but if you've offended somebody and you know you have deep down, go put it right. What's the, what's the point of hanging on to that? Or if you know somebody has got a problem with you, um, again, go and approach them. Because if you pass away, then that person might be left with the guilt, oh, I should have gone and talked to Fred before he went, and now I can't, and you know their life's messed up. So, hey, what have you got to lose? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So preparation. Uh, I just wanted to say in closing that we can't be fretting about the future. Right. You know, preparing or for the Or the changes next, that are going to yeah, come. Yeah, preparing for the next phase of life isn't worrying about it. Right. God, God's got it in control. He tells us that sufficient today is the evil thereof. So we don't have to worry about the future. Worry is blind. But we do have to plan. There's mm -hmm. a difference, a mm -hmm. big difference. Um, well, this is the end of this program. Next program is When Alone. Mm. You know, this is a family series, but sometimes you can be part of a family and be lonely in the crowd. You might be off at school and somebody might have passed away or circumstances might mean that you lose friends. How, how do you prepare for when you're alone? Maybe you can't prepare. Well, and same how way. do you go through that experience? Yeah, and then that's probably more what we're going to look at. How do we go through uh, being alone? That's the next program, program four. So join us next week. God bless from Paul and Carolyn here at The Home Class.